the college football experience week zero preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yeah. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize up for grabs. Join today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by game time. Yes. Download the game time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed for, you know, I mean, this thing is, this thing is a stud here. Uh, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. What are you doing? It's football season folks. Get on over there. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. sports uh, Look, download the app now and use the code DJ that's D E G E N new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet folks. Uh, so uh, you know, you got to get over there only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Remember the promo code D D Gen D E G E N. And remember as always folks too, let it ride. Mark Twain once this said, whenever Moore, you right? find yourself on the side of, of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. Another fa- great quote that Mark Twain said is he goes, you, you hit the road, you lose in college football. You know, I always say, fuck the smell, you know, <laughs> fuck the smell. I'm diving in even if it smells. Okay. It's been a, uh, since college, I've lived by the, <laughs> that theory. Okay. The eyes of Texas are oh. upon you. Do you have the permission slip right there in front of you, Noah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tennessee giving Alabama a free touchdown. Like no one was within Here, 15 yards. Have a touchdown, guys! It, it, this is the perfect time to take my third shot. There For all is. three touchdowns that JMU scored unanswered in the second half at oh, App State. Patty C live from Afghanistan. Right? <laughs> Give me the Cyclones. Lock it up. Oh. They win this by 20. See, Let's I better go. not be getting tagged in that. Drank the tampon. Drank the jelly beans. <laughs> Out of the tampon and then threw it across the room and hit me in the face. <laughs> I tried to tell you that if you go on the fucking road in college football, you lose. My West Virginia Mountaineers on the money line eat shit pit. 44 to 7. Fuck you, Nick Dent, because <laughs> you locked against James Madison. Shout out to our dive team. We love you. Don't listen to the snorkelers. Oh, welcome to the college football experience week zero. We're here. Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like I've been previewing football teams for the past 30 years and I just, I'm just waiting for the season to drop. I it, we're finally home this Saturday. We got games. It's going to be fantastic folks. Uh, perhaps you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. And that's fair. Well, my name is Colby swing it database dad, AKA pick. Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was it was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Week zero is upon us. Why is everyone asking? It's really week one. College football's never made sense. That's why it's week zero. Alright? Maybe we'll have a negative one week in the future. <laughs> Alright? 
That's part of the pleasure. It's part of the part of what makes college football unique. I'm joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, side line kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi Oh, it's time for football. I'm so sick of previewing. Thinking about the hypotheticals, right? Let's just get it going on the field. All right, I Please cannot wait. God, let this cannot let this wait. get started. I am very thankful to be able. Yes, let's just get the Saturday. Let's just get the Saturday. We are also joined by third man in the booth, the DFS God. Remember, there's a DFS episode dropping tomorrow night. That is a Thursday, Thursday night, folks. Uh, August 24th, we will be dropping a DFS episode regarding all of Week Zero action. Uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Farmer, former Herna Basketball League MVP, give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go, guys. It's finally here. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we've waited a long time. And even though it's just 10 little games, we're just, we've waited a long time for this. Uh, folks, in case you're wondering, 10 football games will be kicking off this Saturday. Yes, three FCS, seven. FBS. We will talk all about all of them. But before we do that, uh, I was on, you know, me and Patty C previewed the Hawaii rainbow warriors with college football campus tour, AKA Michael Barker. And you know, we were on that show and I was, we were talking about how much all of us love Hawaii football. We really do. And see Nick, I know you weren't on that episode, but you, I can remember watching games as a kid. You know, it was like, it was almost like watching a, a team in a different planet because you're just like, wait, it's on at midnight. It's all the way in Hawaii. Their uniforms are fantastic. Their their fans, their culture, everything about it is fantastic. And uh, you know, allow me to get out of the way so you can see my Timmy Chang jersey. Back. There we <laughs> go. There we go. The Timmy Chang jersey. Uh, so look, we're on that episode. If you haven't listened to the Hawaii preview, go listen to it. And College Football Campus Tour mentions his friend Wayne Coito, and he said he's been to 86 straight Hawaii games, home and away. And I was like, we. I gave him an open invite uh, invite to come on the show. I can't talk. And uh, Wayne hits me up. He says I'm ready to go. He's he's going to Nashville to make it his 87th game. <laughs> Wayne, how you doing, brother? And thank you for hopping on the show, man. Aloha, aloha, aloha. I mean, it's it's a pleasure to be here. First of all, thanks for the invite. Thanks for the shout out to Mike Barker. I mean, he's such an awesome guy. And I mean, I've had him with at breakfast at my table with my parents. I mean, we're at that level where that's what it's about: Hawaii football, ohana, and culture. And I'm just so thankful to be here. Obviously, I'm just hours away from a flight to Nashville, so it's crazy that we're we're starting all over, uh, all over again. I miss my off season, kind of. I hate to say it, but I got to kiss it goodbye because it's about to get crazy. <laughs> it's go yes, time, baby. yes. No, I got to ask you. There's so many levels. Uh, so this will be game 87 that you're going to. What started this movement of saying, you know what, man, I'm going to every. <laughs> obviously, you're a fan, but like, what made you? What was the thing that just said, I'm going to all the games? You know, I think it was me at that time of my life. Uh, I was kind of transitioning. It's from jobs. Um, I'm actually, you know, now doing tours and taking people to games. And also I'm an actor here in Los Angeles. And then that's why I'm based here. But those were the kind of times I'm having, right? In, in my 30, my turning 30, 31, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go and be an actor. And I'm going to start this business. And why not go to every game? So <laughs> it is crazy. I think it's a sign of mental illness. But at the same time, I really believe that... <laughs> It, it's something that I couldn't not do. So it's strange because 
I get anxiety over it too. And it's not like anybody told me, no one's putting my a gun to my head. But for me growing up and having, um, you know, the football team be for me a connection to my, my past as well and my culture. I mean, that's why I love Hawaii football more than anything else because there's only Hawaii. That's the only team that represents all of us. You know? Yeah, and, and I think I think a uh, you know that's such a, th- a thing. And I know June Jones. June Jones. Uh, I, I I've had the opportunity to get to know June Jones a little bit. We had him on the show, and then we've traded a, a ton of emails. And you know he's still he's always sending me things about Polynesian culture and, and Hawaiian culture and. and and how much it means to him. And I can tell it that that's, that's definitely a, a, a strong thing that, that, you know, mm-hmm. the Islanders have. So let me ask you though, how was it th- like the Todd Graham era? It seemed like, it seemed like everybody on the Island wanted to kill Todd Graham. You know what I mean? With, with <laughs> you know, not, not for real, but like, they didn't like him. Right. I mean, you know, and I'm, first of all, I'm going to say Todd Graham had a hard deal. He came in during the pandemic, you know, that's rough. And I, I was lucky to get to know his wife. Actually, she was a really nice lady. Um, very aggressively a part of the program as well, which I think took a lot of people by surprise at first. Like, okay, it's great to have you here, but you need to accept us kind of first, and then you can introduce your Texas ways of doing things. But <laughs> I think in Hawaii, like we we love our culture so much, and we are also so open to other people. But we kind of expect you to adopt to us, you know, when it comes to our culture and how that makes our program special. That's what makes us different. Is who we are, you know, yeah. it's definitely not the money or the facilities. So <laughs> That's completely that, fair too. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, you know and- the beaches and our culture, not just the, the beauty of it, but what June Jones really got into and what Colt Brennan got into was being, what does it mean to be local? Right? Like, what does that mean? Cause it doesn't mean just being Polynesian or being Hawaiian. It means we have people from, uh, you know, all over the world that have come to Hawaii that we are all, um, we can call our ancestors that came to Hawaii. So we are all the descendants of these people, these people that came over on plantations, you know, like my native family that's been here, but we are all, you know, a cosmopolitan looking people, but we all share the same culture and the same aloha. And I think, uh, you know, June Jones, like you said, you mentioned him, I say Colt, but a lot of people when they come in, especially white people from the mainland is what people would say, you know, um, you're going to accept us. You know, you're going to, you're going to like, we're going to accept you, but you're going to definitely accept us. Like I'll share one thing. And I, I, you know, to be, to be fair to Tom, then like, I, I, like I said, I think it's just raw deal. He did make a lot of money off of his house. Like that he sold, (laughs) but you know, we won't go there. Um, but you know, like he wouldn't eat like a musubi, like a spam musubi. Even you guys, I'm sure have had spam musubi before, right? You know, it's one of our, it's one of our things in Hawaii. And unfortunately it's, it's not on like, a whole lot of menus in Raleigh, so I haven't had yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. Well, I'm not opposed but, to it. I, I would definitely be willing to give it a shot. <laughs> I, you know, exactly, exactly. Okay, you're right, exactly. At least give it a shot. And it, it struck me when people are asking me, you know, like, what do you love about Hawaii? And usually people who move are like, I love this, and I already have this, this and that. And when they ask him, like, what kind of food do you like? And he's like, uh, the teriyaki chicken or something. Like, he, he could tell he doesn't eat anything. And, you know, like, that's a trivial thing to eat the food, but that's a part of culture as well. Like, it's kind of rude not to eat the food, you know, and that's, uh, and that's something that, you know, make us seem, you know, that's, that's what makes Hawaii the culture that we are is, um, is that aloha. But the fact that we can accept anybody from anywhere, it doesn't matter what you look like. And that's what's, 
makes me so proud of our, what our team looks like, but also what our fans look like and our fan base. And, um, you know, I'm excited to, to share that again as I yeah, go. Yeah. And folks, I, I don't think, you know, going to 87 straight games, they're on a fucking Island. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is not like, this is not like, yeah. uh, you know, you're at, you're over there. Oh, I've been to this 87 straight, uh, you know, temple football games. And I just jumped over <laughs> to Penn state, jumped over to Pittsburgh. No, like you have to board an airplane for every away game and travel for a long time. I don't think that like, that's incredible to me. Like that's incredible. 87 straight games. That's how many years of football. Yeah. Uh, how many yeah, years eight is that years now? Yeah. Eight, eight, eight years. years so, so even being based in California though, I mean, Hawaii plays all over the country. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of why being here, I have to go to the island anyways, and then go somewhere else. Or this year, I'm kind of you know going from the island to where they are. But I think this is probably the I think a hundred is a good solid number to land on. And if they make it to 14 games this year, who knows? Then I'll... there you go. That'll there nice. you go. Uh, I want to ask you. So now you're heading to Nashville. Have you ever been to Nashville before? This is gonna be my first time. I've been to so many places, and people always ask me. Then they're like, "Wait, you, there's a place you've never been to?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've never been to Nashville." So super, super, super excited. Okay, watch well, out for the bachelorette party. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> about to say. They're everywhere. Uh, you, you you might fi- have yourself a, a good time in Nashville. Yeah, there. Steer clear of yeah. those. Uh, you know, don't <laughs> watch out for them. Find those bachelorette parties. <laughs> so so uh, look. So obviously uh, Wayne Coito, you know, actor. Give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, at Wayne K A I Wayne Kai, yeah. I guess it is. Um, and folks, uh, yeah, I mean, that's remarkable. 87 straight games. Let's, let's get down to it though, because 17 and a half point dog. One of the things I thought that got lost, <laughs> one of the things I thought that got lost in the luster was the fact that uh, Timmy Chang went three and 10. And I feel, I thought he did an unbelievable job considering yep. what he walked into. Like not often do you say, Hey, three and 10, this guy killed it. You know, like he was, a, he's an unbelievable coach, but I thought he did a really good job. You look at, you look at like the first four games, I minus the FCS game. And they were giving up like 50 every single week. They just look like, man, this is such a rebuild. I don't know. And right after that bye week they probably should have beat San Diego state. San Diego state gets a, a, a kick return late that sets them up in the field goal range. But yeah. uh, I, I really thought there was a lot of growth with that team from, you know, with, within Timmy Chang's first year. So now 17 and a half point dogs going to Nashville. Uh, I want to ask you two questions. What are you doing as far as 17 and a half? Can you cover that? Can they win outright? And I guess a third question of what do you think of Timmy Chang uh, a year into his, his, his reign as Hawaii head football coach? Well, also I, I run a podcast got rainbow wrap up and we did a prediction show like we do every year and I did say 38-17 was my score so I guess that would be not covering and it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't and honestly I think this speaks to Vanderbilt I think they're a great team I think that um, they they proved themselves last year on the island I remember walking out I can still picture me walking out with my girlfriend and I'm just looking at her and we're looking at each other like alright well that was the first game of the year we lost by 60 you know, 50 points. But, you know yeah. I, I think that is when it comes to this transition and not just with Todd Graham, I think people need to go before that and not just with Rolo. I, I was really, you know, he's a guy that I got to know pretty well as well. Um, Nick Rolovich. And um, I really loved his time at Hawaii. I'm really sad. I would like basically cried when he left. I want to be honest. R- Rolo's I, been sad, a, I thought he did really well, you know, R- Rolo's been on the show and, and we're big fans oh. of Nick Rolovich. Yeah. Yes, great guy. Yes, great yes, guy yes, too. Yes. So, you know, um, but so, you know, it's, it's Timmy Chang has had to inherit 
more than just this team, but it's just our brand has really taken a hit, you know, in years. I'm glad still people people go back to that era, June's era and the aughts when they were watching on Fox Sports West 2 that was carrying it in whatever affiliates and watching our game at midnight like that. Those days don't, you know, exist anymore. And it's hard because, you know, we can only for so long, you know, pull back to those days because now, especially with conference realignment, those those ADs aren't thinking about what we were doing in 2007. They're they're thinking about us now, and right now is 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 hard because we don't really have much to show. Even though I think our culture and our beauty, I mean, the beauty of who we are and what makes us Hawaii football is enough. I think, and 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 being able to have a our own time slot, I think, would be great for some TV yeah. uh, outlets as well too. Should but, be. Got to get off that pay per view too, man. I mean, I, I no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I know on the island. Get this: if you're on the island, I think you have to pay like seventy bucks to watch Hawaii. Brutal. Really. Yeah. Yes. Why yes. is that? If the game isn't on. It was just a TV deal that was struck by athletic directors and they kept renewing it. And the thing is, I've had on my own show, Rick Blangiardi, who was the mayor of Honolulu, and he was a former coach and player at Hawaii. And he even told me himself, he negotiated the first TV contract and as a, on the school side. And then all these years later, he's working in media and he's negotiating on the media side. And he's like, I can't believe they didn't give it to us at another station, Hawaii News Now, who said they wouldn't have done it without pay-per-view. They could have just got the ad space for it. So we're not, the thing that sucks, we're not getting any, we're not like the, any additional view is not even giving our team any more money. So mm. it's really just a messed up deal. But I, I feel like, especially as we're going into the future with Hawaii football, it's more of an existential crisis. And I hate to say this because it sounds crazy and grim, but I don't think a lot of people realize how we've slipped far, so far down in FBS. I mean, to me, I've brought up the, the, you know, FCS being something that I could see us going to a few years ago. And now I'm almost seeing it as an inevitability if we can't. The FCS? You know, yeah. Wow. To a conference that will take us, you know. So I think that's the hardest part is that uh, right now we're in, a, we're in a place where, you know, the Mountain West, we're only there as football and we, we give subsidies. So we subsidize everybody coming in and on the conference and this, and even in our Olympic sports in big West, we negotiated with the big West to subsidize their travel. So Jeez. we're already, you know, losing a lot of money and we're bringing in people like their welfare recipients. So, you know, it's like, uh, we're the ones that don't need to be on welfare, but yeah. I, it, it just scares me. So I think right now conference realignment is something that is on our minds a lot more in Hawaii. Um, we're transitioning. We have a new AD. A lot of people, you know, were interested in how it was kind of a lack of transparency, honestly, with the, the hiring process. But, you know, we're backing him up. He's a former uh, Florida Atlantic AD, I guess, and who hasn't been in the industry for 10 years. And so much has changed with NIL and yeah, so much. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, I, yeah, I'm hopeful about Timmy Chang, though. I know you brought up Timmy, but I think and I brought this up last year on the SDSU game before then uh, uh, to their Aztec podcast. Cause I thought, Oh, you guys are going to wipe us for sure before that game. And I'm there and Snapdragon. I'm like, we're going to win. Like we yeah. just have to hold it on this drive. And I told him it is really that, that desire that Timmy has instilled in them and that belief that they can. And that is something a lot stronger than, you know, just the individual talent is the collectivism. And that wasn't existent in Todd Graham's time. And that really ultimately led to his demise. It's sad because we lost arguably the best offensive player in the conference 
who now plays for another team in the conference. Mm. So, I mean, if we had Shevin she- on our team, yeah, it would she- be a way different if Shevin Cordero had stayed. Yeah, Shevin you know? Cordero is who he's referring to. Sorry, I just want to explain it to the listener. Yes, uh, he's going to be playing yeah. USC week one, and I think he'll surprise a lot of people. Honestly. I think so. He's, I don't. I don't think people player. realize how good he is. Yeah, he's Ve- really good. Very good player, folks. Get out there, check out the Rainbow Wrap Up, and uh, we love Hawaii football. So we we. Uh, Please come back and visit us, Wayne. We appreciate you. And look, he's being honest. He's laying the seventeen against his own <laughs> squad, right? Uh, but uh, d- I mean, honestly, man, we 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 want to see that program at its best. And uh, you know, hopefully, Timmy Chan can 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 revive that program and get it back to where it should be. We appreciate you hopping on, man. And uh, please come back again at some point, man. All right, mahalo guys. Take mahalo, care. Mahalo, mahalo, man. Take care. All right, well, that wasn't that f- eighty-seven straight games. That is getting it done right there, folks. Check eight out the rainbow years. wrap up. Eight straight years on the road. That's unbelievable. That's I mean, the passion. Start. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's the passion of the college football experience, right there. Yeah. That that is why. I oh, mean, yeah. that's that's unbelievable, right there. What are you going to say, NC Nick? I'm going to say. I mean, should we start with that game, even though it might not be, you know, chronologically in order? Yes, we should. I feel like yeah. we should just dive right into that game, right? Well, we should. But first, let me tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by the Game Time app. Yes, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets, you know, for sports, music, comedy, and theater near or Hawaii football games near you. You know, if uh, wherever they're going, apparently it's a hot ticket. Uh, so. Uh, make sure you check that out with killer killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun. You'll be having at that very event. Forget about planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. So, uh, and they have the game time guarantee, which you need to check out too, because get this. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Unbelievable. Snag the tickets without the stress with the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. Terms apply. Once again, create that account, CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. August is almost over, and you know what that means? Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on. Underdog Fantasy. Get championship ready for uh, your home league by trying out the best ball on Underdog Fantasy. All you have to do, if you've never done best ball, is snake draft, no waivers, no trades. You set it, you forget it, and boom, Underdog does the rest. All right. And they have the largest fantasy football contest in all of the land with $15 million in total prizes up for grabs, including $3 million to the winner. Wow. Just like that. Do you have what it takes to win people get on over there and make sure you get there by September 7th. Cause the door is closing. Visit underdogfantasy.com and find them in the app store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN concern with play 1-800 gambler is a number you should call. Oh, uh, all right. We are back on the college football experience and we will go right into that because uh, dude, eighty-seven straight. Game. He's going to Nashville. Unbelievable. It, you know what I thought was uh, interesting What's to that? hear from a firsthand per, uh, perspective is the the concerns of that program. You know, we think of Hawaii as paradise. Yeah. You know, we think okay, everything's perfect over there, but it sounds like there's a constant like super strain on that program, which makes sense. They are out in the middle of the ocean. There are 
They produce a ton of football hum- talent. Humongous yeah. cultural differences. Uh, it almost makes sense uh, from the AD's perspective if you wanted to not be a great AD to charge your fans because you're the only show in town, so you can charge them seventy dollars. Putting their shit on pay per view is criminal. It is. Criminal. It's your only team. It is your only team on the island. Yeah, and you put it on pay per view. How bad do you want to screw? Who does it hurt? It doesn't yeah. hurt. You know the corporations or the rich people. It hurts like the real football fans, the middle class or the poor. Yeah, yeah. it hurts the Islanders themselves, and it hurts their program because yeah. a they don't get the exposure. Well, yeah, well, they think don't about get the it. recruits. Think about it. If you're growing up there, you, look, you probably don't have the money to spend seventy dollars every game. Yeah. Even if you don't get to watch them, you fucking resent them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that that is a program that is, uh, you know, got kind of a jackpot of talent at its disposal. I'd like for someone to get that right. What they do you have think? So much talent on that island. They've gotten yeah. some or on coaches. Those islands. Yeah. Rolovich, uh, June Jones, but um, yeah, and June Jones, but Timmy, Dick Ch- Tomey, P- Paul Johnson was there as an OC. Were all yeah. of those dudes natives to, uh, or not, I guess uh, some of those dudes weren't natives growing up and going to high school, but a lot of them went to college there. Chang is from Honolulu, though. He's the right guy for the Maybe job. he can like get the inside track on recruiting and and make the change that needs to happen to elevate them to where I think they should be, which is a, a kind of elite program. It's certainly by Mountain West standards. Yes, I agree. And uh, NC Nick, uh, seventeen and a half points to Week One in Nashville. I'm oh, sorry. Week zero. Here we are. We're doing our week zero picks. I know it was unorthodox. We came right into the interview because we were running a little late on the other show. Uh, so our apologies, but week zero, we're in Nashville, Hawaii against Vanderbilt. Now, have you guys seen that construct the, the, the end zone for <laughs> Vanderbilt is currently under construction, which is fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, I, I actually laid the 17. I think first half, if you're looking to bet Hawaii, if you, I, I do think this team's a lot better than it was a year ago. But that's a far trip, and I wonder about wear and tear. Like by the third, fourth yeah. quarter, I think you got to lay the seventeen. But I think it's going to be a game. Yeah, for the I mean, first I think, half. Yeah, I, you know, I think we all, we all like what Timmy Chang is doing with Hawaii, and they were playing better in the second half of the year. But oh, by the way, Clark Lee is doing something with Vanderbilt too, and and he is he's at least a few notches you know further along than Hawaii is. And I think everybody's going to look through that game last year it was 63 to 10. Vandy ran for 400 plus yards um, down the stretch. They beat Florida. They beat Kentucky. Vanderbilt is, you know, they're, they're, they're a lot better than they were two or three years ago, two or three years ago. This would have been a game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what I'm really concerned about is that Hawaii defense. Now they have nine returning starters. So perhaps they're improved from last year, but it's still a defense that finished 123rd overall. 126 versus the run. He's got some fixing it. Yeah. I mean, the offensive line had some issues too. So, uh, and, and Myron kid in the chat, shout out to Myron. Good to see you again, man. And he says, uh, remember that it's also going to be hot in Nashville this weekend. Super hot. So a hundred degrees. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the whole Southeast, all the other games we're talking about, a lot of the other games we're talking about. Gonna you be gotta throw hot. in the Southern flavor. Hot as Hades in oh. Nashville this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm Colby, I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna lay the points also. I think it's closer than last year. Uh my one concern here is that I think Vanny's the public team. I saw a, a tweet today that the most public team this weekend so far, granted it's only what Wednesday was USC. I think second biggest public team 
was Vanderbilt. Uh, but I have the, the, the score I kind of came up with up with was 44, 24. So I think it's a lot closer than last year to Colby's point. I think it's closer, especially in the first half, but Vandy's going to pull away and Vandy's going to cover that. Yeah. Patty C. What are you doing here? I, I completely agree. I think that's a good analysis. What are you doing here? Well, let me say this. I mean, let, let's, let's take a look at Hawaii's football last year. We're all under the assumption that they improved drastically. They did. They Over did. The, all right. Yeah. But, but, but let's, let's look at this a little bit. They lost to Vanderbilt 63 to 10. Sure. It was Timmy Chang's first game, 53 point loss to a traditionally not that good team. Uh, and you're like, Oh, something's really wrong there. Then they lose to Western Kentucky by 32 and lose to Michigan by 46. The fact that Michigan uh, in Ann Arbor versus uh, Vanderbilt doing better against them in week one does show immediate improvement there. And then you go throughout the rest of the season. They play a lot of teams, including at San Diego state by two, they should have um, won. They're up 14, 13 for like the whole second half. They what, yeah. they played most of the second half of their schedule really close within a, a score or two of every team. Um, but the at Fresno is really the only one really good team that they played I mean, in the second half of this season. And they got waxed again. 55, 13 I mean, Fresno was really good. Fresno yeah, was yeah, really good. Yeah. So what I'm saying is they played three pretty good teams at the beginning of the season, Vanderbilt, Western Kentucky and Michigan and got waxed. Then they played a bunch of shitty teams and played them close. And then I mean, they Wyoming played, was a seven win team. I mean, there were some good, they're, they're good, but yeah. Vanderbilt was the, or, uh, San Diego uh, state won seven Fresno was the yeah. only team that was like head and shoulders. I don't even know. I do think they got better. Yeah. I do think they got better. However, 53 points is a lot, especially since this year you're going on the road, 17 and a half. Doesn't seem like enough. Our guy, right. uh, Coito, uh, Coito, uh, well, uh, that Wayne yeah. Coito, yeah, last name, yeah, said it enough. <laughs> uh, said it himself. Seventeen and a half. Uh, Vanderbilt will cover that, unfortunately. But you guys, what about the over under? Yeah, fifty five and a half. It was I actually lean. Last we got the running clock, but I will still say, I give me the over. Over. Yeah, I'm on the under. Sure. I, I think uh, Hawaii's a little more equipped to defend uh, Vanderbilt this year. All right. Well, let's get over to let's now go chronologically because we got a game early in the morning. Well, eleven thirty out here. Not for NC Nick. It's it's not early in the morning, but from one island to another island. No, I'm joking. Uh, but uh, we Dublin, Ireland, where they're calling for heavy rain. Surprise, surprise. Welcome to college football in Dublin, Ireland. Eleven thirty a.m. kick in Los Angeles. The Navy midshipmen catching twenty-one points currently. Oh, I see 20 and a half. Okay. 20 and a half. According to Noah Beanick, I saw 21 here on the sheet, but Hey, regardless, I mean, that could be pivotal, but uh, guys, Brian Newberry game one in Annapolis, he heads to Dublin, Ireland. Meanwhile, Sam, do Hartman, we have a stat on how uh, coaches do after stabbing the uh, you ooh, know, previous whoa. coach in the back? <laughs> well, Bobby, Bobby Petrino is still employed. So I mean, <laughs> Uh, I guess they do all right. That was a husband in the back. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, and his wife. Yeah, yeah. And, and his wife. Yeah. Well, it depends how back, you look but... at that. She might have got a good chunk of money. Um, uh, but uh, guys, uh, here we are. They're catching twenty and a half points. The over unders at forty nine. They're calling for, and that numbers that oh, that totals came down a little bit. Um, and the line's gone up a little bit. I mean, but I saw it last night and this morning. I saw it at twenty one. I mean, just saying, so it's kind of been bouncing around. Yeah. There, so um, I got it on at, at 19 and a half about a week ago, but you did know. you lay it or did you, did you go with it? 
I laid it actually. I think we have to look at Navy, what they've done in season openers. Cause four of the last five have been really ugly. They uh, lost to, uh, well, well, yeah, Hawaii beat them 59, 41. Speaking of Hawaii, uh, BYU beat them 55 to three. Marshall won 49 to seven. And then last year they lost to Delaware 14 to seven. True. So and I was, they, and I, and I was on the blue hens, um, but pretty ugly in, with openers here. But uh, Brian Newberry's brand, you know, defense was top 25 or top 30 in the nation. I believe last year, you telling me you got that defense and now you're switching to that Kennesaw state offense. Notre Dame's never played Kennesaw state. They're going to have to learn how to deal with this. Now I will say at 21, I like Navy at 20 and a half, eh, but I still think 21, 21, maybe you buy the half point. I don't know, but uh, look, I think this offense will be a little bit perplexing. Look, Notre Dame's wideouts have not been good since fucking Rocket Ishmael. All right, so uh, I think if Navy can stop the run, which is a big if because Notre Dame's offensive line, they have two tackles that will be first round draft picks, I think, in the NFL. If they load the box, it's in the rain. We'll see. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, it's true, but it's Ireland. It's raining every day, right? It might be a mist. Uh, Might be an Irish mist. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll take the twenty-one points. I also will take the under because I think Navy's defense might be able to keep them in check a little bit. And what do I got here? What do I got right here? The Navy Midshipman T-shirt. Get this sweatshirt off of me. Let's (laughs) fucking go. There it is. All right, support our troops. All right, getting it done. You sank my battleship, buddy. What are you doing here, uh, Patty C? Well, I'll say this: the game was a three-point game last year in Baltimore. This year, they're going to another neutral site in uh, in Dublin. Um, who has the home crowd? Sure, Notre Dame, but I don't think anyone over there is particularly dialed in, probably to Notre Dame or Navy football. I think uh, the two thirty Eastern kick. Who knows? I think that overall between environment and kick time, you have a pretty equal uh, a draw there. I think last year's three point score indicates that uh, Brian Newberry, even though it's a new offense, he's still, you know, the, the coordinator that is taking over the head coaching position. So the defense was solid a year ago. Think, they return a bunch. I think let there me make is one point about the game last year. Well, Patty's correct. It was 35, 32, but I think that score is a little bit misleading because at the, at half Notre Dame was up 35, 13. And mm. they really stepped off the gas and Navy damn near caught them. I don't think that's going to happen again this year. And I know you guys aren't maybe the biggest Sam Hartman fans anymore, but he's definitely an upgrade over Drew Pine or Tyler. Butler. No, I'm, I'm up true. on Sam. Hartman. Yeah, I like Sam. Hartman, I took him I'm in just, fantasy. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. But I think it'll have a great year. Um, look, I think Notre Dame, I think it's going to be close to this number. Um, but again, Gerard Parker taking over from the tight end position of stepping into the coordinator, tight end coach, yeah. stepping into the uh, offensive coordinator position. Gotta, that's a huge question mark for we got to stop the run. If Notre Dame can stop the run, that's their chance to, I'm sorry. If Navy can stop the run, that's their chances to stay in this football game, load the box, make Hartman beat you with with inexperienced wide receivers. And with rain, I think that's the blueprint to staying in this game, covering those points. Uh, Patty C, you're taking the points. I'm I take, take it. Navy. Yep. What, what about the total? What are we doing here? I th- what, what's that? Uh, 49. I, I lean under just because of the rain. I'm gonna go over. I mean, yeah. L- last year these guys put up what 68 total points, and that was Notre Dame scoring zero in the second half. Um, the score I came up with was 41-17. So I think Notre Dame covers 
pretty easily. I think I'm going to go over also. Now, now once we get a little bit closer to to kick, if the if it's really calling for really heavy rains, then you know, so maybe you wait to place your bet on over under until you see what the weather's going to be. I'm not too concerned right now. Maybe it's just the typical Irish weather where it's kind of a, a light rain or a mist, but uh, I'm going to go over. All right, let's hop I'm on. I'm going to say over as well. And for those of you that aren't uh, familiar with Ireland, it is close to the North Pole. So at this point in the year, you're still probably getting like 18 hours of daylight and six hours of night. I don't think that matters at uh, what eleven in the morning, regardless or whatever time. Eleven in the morning in L.A. Yeah, oh so no, so it'll be like be, five yeah, p.m. Yeah, over there. Yeah, still plenty light all through the evening there. Um, but I think uh, whatever. I, I navy, navy, yeah. to, navy to cover. Uh, next up, we jump over to Las Cruces, Las Cruces, New Mexico. Uh, where at? Two, well, actually, no. Chronologically, if we're going chronologically, we jump on over. To a little North Alabama, Mercer, Montgomery, Alabama. Mercer's laying 16 and a half. They were contenders in the SOCON to, you know, to make the FCS playoffs. They just missed out a season ago. North Alabama breaking in a brand new head coach. Uh, this game is on ESPN, Patty. See, the coverage is outstanding. <laughs> and, uh, th- you know, this is one where I feel like you just got to lay the points because the uncertainty of, a brand new coach, a brand new offensive system, a brand new defensive system. Uh, and really just the fact that Mercer was really good. Now Carter PV comes in at quarterback as Fred Payton, the former coastal Carolina quarterback graduated. Uh, they have, they have what? 10 of 11 starters back on defense. Meanwhile, you know, North, North Alabama breaking in the first year head coach. They do have Noah Walters back at the quarterback spot, but their running back transfers out. I'm going to lay. It's supposed to be hot as shit in in Alabama there, but I will lay the points with the Mercer Bears. Patty C, what are you doing here? Absolutely, uh, Mercer rocked the hell out of almost every team they played last year. Uh, meanwhile, Northern Alabama one and ten. Uh, spreads what again on that one? The spread w- is uh, sixteen and a half. Mercer's laying sixteen and a half against the Lions of North Alabama. I feel like that is. Uh, a number that they covered the majority of the time last year. So I'll give it to them, especially against a, a team that went one in 10 last year at the FCS, especially level. breaking in n- new offense, new defense. NC Nick, what are you doing here in Montgomery, Alabama? Like I just laid a big number with Vandy and a big number with Notre Dame. I'm not going to do it with the FCS ranks. I mean, the FCS betting is when you're, <laughs> when you don't know, take the points. Uh, that was my strategy back in 2020. I want to stick with it. I think uh, Mercer wins 30 to 14, the hook. I like it. All right, let's jump on over to Jacksonville, Alabama, where I feel really fun about this one. Two thirty kick on the West. Two thirty kick. UTEP is a one point favorite in Jacksonville, Alabama. The first ever FBS game for Jacksonville State. The Gamecocks as a FBS school now. Come on, Rich Rodriguez is their head coach. I know they're taking on NC Knicks national championship winning. UTEP miners, but <laughs> come on. I mean, look, Zion Webb is a seventh year starting quarterback. All right. Seventh year van Wilder. All right. Uh, I'm telling you like this is the, the, the offensive lines returning four starters on the O line. This team is going to be rolling a lot better this year. I and, and I'm like Moneyline Mac here. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience lock up 
Jacksonville State to beat the UTEP Miners in Jacksonville, Alabama. It's gonna be a fun one. Patty C, you're a Rich Rod guy. What are you doing here? <laughs> UTEP's a little bit of a confusing team because despite sucking ass and winning a bunch of games close last year against pretty bad competition, six point win at, against Charlotte, three point win against Florida Atlantic, seven point win against New Mexico State, actually, who was decent, but then whooping Boise by yeah. 17. Um, losing to a bunch of bad teams in the process. Um, meanwhile, Jacksonville State, the one FBS they played last year at Tulsa, That's they lost. Trout was in like game three by thirty-seven points. Then again, they beat Florida State what one or two years yeah. before that. I think uh, the Jacksonville State uh, team is better than that Tulsa performance last year. So I do have Jacksonville State getting the money line win here. NC Nick triple triple lock here. So this is the game that I've waffled on throughout the whole summer. I think last time we talked, I was leaning Gamecocks, but Colby's kind of painted me into a corner here. Now, apparently, now I'm a big UTEP <laughs> minor fan. So, if I'm thinking UTEP, I'm thinking that well, you got a seven a seventh year quarterback. Well, you know what? I have a fifth year quarterback in in Gavin Hardison, who's been around forever in the FBS. I have a fifth year running back in Dion the Tank Hankins. I got a thousand yard receiver who spent the spring in at Texas A&M before coming back to UTEP and Tyron Smith. I got the best offensive line in the conference USA, probably the second best ranked uh, defensive line. He is in on UTEP. USA. <laughs> yeah, you got season I'm tickets. UTEP, damn it! Yeah, you okay, got I don't feel good about this. Tink, tink, tink. Says NC Nick. Uh, <laughs> Let's go UTEP. This I actually think this could be. I know we have another game that I think we think is the best game. This game could be sneaky good here. This game's fun. Yeah, I like it. So, uh, look, I understand. So, did you end up uh, closing on that house in, in El Paso? <laughs> yeah, it's got the mountain views. Uh, it's right by the border. <laughs> nice. Some Mexican, uh, Mexico, Mexico, right? Mexico views, mountain views right. on one side, right. yeah. murder views on the other murder side. Murder views <laughs> are always my, fun. My right? side hustle might be being a a, a coyote and bringing people across <laughs> the border for some extra money. You know, we'll, we'll see. All right, look, before we get to the next game, folks, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by DraftKings. Yes, you've waited all year long. The time has finally arrived. College football is back, and so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. <clears throat> Take the Jacksonville state one. Take the Jacksonville <laughs> state one. Kick off the new season with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the promo code DJ. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they when they place just a $5 bet on any college football bet. Once again, the promo code DJ. Gambling problem call with Andrew Gambler. Uh, in New York, call eight eight or eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY in West Virginia. Visit www gamblernet in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available. Problem with gambling? Call. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 and older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. State specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire with uh, seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash sport slash football terms. <laughs> All right, we're back. <laughs> Woo! We're back and we're rolling. All right, because next up, next up, we man, I, I really am excited. For, and do you have a lean on the over or under on that on that uh, on that game? I, I sound like a, bro- a broken record now, but I'm going to go over. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, UTEP wins thirty to twenty-seven. Numbers fifty-two. Yeah. 
over? <laughs> I don't know. 54 according wow, the number differences okay. are crazy here. Um, um 54 s- changes it. If it's 54, I'll go under. I'll go under. Yeah. yeah. Um next up on on the slate Saturday is just going to be beautiful. Remember I'll be live pregame show. It's going to be fantastic, folks. We jump over to San Diego, California, where nobody walks into the snapper and gets the dub. <laughs> Hawaii found out the hard way last year. They thought they had it, but they didn't realize they were at the snapper. Uh, San Diego State's currently laying two and a half points. The over under sitting at 49. Brady Hoke, they're going air raid. Is there a learning curve with that? They're still doing that Rocky Long defense. But meanwhile, the Ohio Bobcats, who are plus 114 on the money line, Nathan Rourke is healthy. This game, probably my favorite game to watch. I think we all said this was our oh, favorite yeah. game to watch, but uh, sure. yeah. obviously Hawaii won 10 games a season ago. Might've won the Mac championship. Had work been healthy. He got injured right before that game. I, and when it's all said and done, I'm still taking San Diego state, man. As much as I think this is a game when it was three and a half, I felt different. I was like, give me, give me the field goal. Give me the hook at two and a half. I still think San Diego state's athletes are better. I think the defense can, can, can really cause some problems. And let's, let's be honest. Ohio's defense did get better throughout the year, but San Diego States had good backs forever. So I, I like the run defense with the, with the Bobcats. I don't know. It, the run defense wasn't too bad last year. They were 50th in the country versus run 126 versus the pass. Then they're going area. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like San Diego state, like the, the gap between the Mac and the mountain West, I think is decent. I, I know you can say Ohio won the bowl game. Yeah, that, that's what scares me. That, yeah. that's what, so they had a, a similar game last year on the, on the schedule. Toledo came to town. San Diego State won 17 14, uh, even though they were outgained by almost 100 yards. Basically, the reason why they won is that they won the turnover battle 4 to 1. I don't think Ohio is going to give up the ball like that. I, I think Ohio has a better offense than Toledo did to start last year. If Curtis Rourke is healthy and all things saying he is, you know, throw in the running back with Bangura, throw in the trio of receivers by Wigloos, four or five offensive linemen returning. Granted, I am a Ohio fan too, <laughs> but I can't go against my Bobcats here, especially with some of the question marks regarding the new system offensively well, for the Aztecs. Go listen to our locks episode. You just locked up the under on the Aztecs. That would be a huge start to you hitting that. Patty, see what are you doing Can here? Can I say snapper? I don't know? <laughs> I mean, both of these teams are really I mean, hard. The uh, people listen because we make picks. I know. I it's just I don't listen to this one. It's not. It's of, not your charming personality. Believe uh, it, or not. it is. Uh, Colby, is, are you a fan? Looks, is Colby a fan? And is Patty a fan of the um, San Diego State quarterback uh, Jalen Iron Maiden? Yeah, I love that nickname, <laughs> dude. Jalen Iron Maiden. You can't. How can you not be? How can you not be? Um, <laughs> He, he was he was a lot better than um, Bergmeister, whatever yeah. his name was. Yeah, Bergmeister. Uh, I'm still not completely sold on him, especially if he's going into an air raid offense. True, true. I mean, San Diego State's wins last year were Idaho State, Toledo, Hawaii by two, a terrible Nevada, UNLV by four, and New Mexico is terrible. They were not that the team that we've been used to them seeing. They're getting softer. Uh, Ohio. Also had a bunch of close wins. That's why it's really hard to yeah. uh, predict who's going to get it done. My tendency is to want to fade Brady Hoke, especially with <laughs> Curtis Ward coming back. So I'm going to take Ohio. No one walks into the snapper except the Bobcats. Ooh, ooh, there we go. I don't, I don't go focus with about the Bobcats. I liked it a lot better when it was three and a half or four. 
but I'm yeah. gonna go Ohio money line anyways. So. Dude, when it was three and a half, I was on the Bobcats. Two and a half, give me the Aztecs. Uh, let's jump on over. Two last uh, cruises. On, uh, total. I'm actually gonna. This is my first under of the week. I think uh, I got Ohio winning 23-21. Give me the under. I like the under as well, Patty C. Both these teams seem to hit into the 30s and 40s most of the time last year, so I am going to go with the over. Okay, all right, let's jump on over. Two Las Cruces, ESPN primetime game. Don Brown, Jerry Kill, just the way the Big Ten should have been ten <laughs> years ago. Jerry Kill was the head coach of the Gophers. Don Brown was the DC of Michigan. It was fantastic. This game, look, I've been all over the place. I'm high. I locked up New Mexico State. But I also just did the UMass preview, and I am buying into the depth that Don Brown built. So I think UMass is going to cover this, but I think New Mexico State's going to win the game, getting six and a half points. Give me a 24 20 or a 27 23, 27 24 type of game. UMass covers. They're starting Fomacha Khan, the quarterback, the former Clemson, all these former Clemson quarterbacks uh-huh. popping up all throughout the country. Um, uh, I, I got to lean UMass and the points. I also will take the over. I think they're barely going to get on the over. It's probably going to be the final, final minutes of the game. What are you doing here, Nick? I disagree. I'm going to yeah. go with your New Mexico state Aggies. Uh, these, this is a third straight year. These teams have played each other so far. UMass is and two straight up and two ATS. Last year was a 23 13, but Diego Pavia didn't come into that game until midway through the second quarter. They were, they were starting that other lawn chair bum for, for no apparent reason. (laughs) So you saw once Pavia came into the game, they started, you know, they really turned it on. And then in the second half they dominated. So, uh, I mean, it's on the road. I us is on the road here. I I was, I was just on two road teams. It's about time. I jumped back on a home team. I think New Mexico State is about ten points better than UMass right now, so uh, I'm gonna lay those points. Patty C. Yeah, well, let's talk about trends. Uh, five, one and one and five in their first six games last year. Uh, New Mexico State finished the season what uh, six and one, um, including uh, 51-14 win against Lamar, 49-14 win against uh, Liberty. 65, three win against Valbo, who is five and seven. And then a bowl game where they won 21, uh, 24, 19. So they finished really strong. Meanwhile, UMass was one and 11. It's easy to see a tide turn. They did finish on a nine game losing streak, losing to army by uh, four, uh, 37 points on their final game. Look, they suck. New Mexico state's going to win this by two touchdowns. All right, now and I'm on the under because I mean, if you look at uh, last year, here's a fun stat: the two teams combined to go three for 27 on third down. Give me the under. Yeah, Don Brown gets the prep for a month. Come on, he's a defensive guy, but special teams going to play the factor. Jerry kills big on special teams. That's why the over hits. Uh, <laughs> Fordham is traveling to Albany, New York. They're calling for a little bit of rain, but who knows? Um, Albany's laying seven and a half with Reese Poffenberger, who does follow NC Nick. Uh, I made mean, the Poff last year. Albany blew a big lead. They ended up losing to Fordham by three. But guess what? Fordham starting quarterback Tim Demorat's now a Washington Redskin. They're two wideouts. One of them starts at Appalachian State, but the other, I believe, is at Marshall. Albany laying seven and a half. Revenge is on the mind for the Great Danes. I am laying the seven and a half against Fordham, who also lost their offensive coordinator to Old Dominion. Patty C. What are you doing here with the Great Danes? 
I'm going to go the opposite direction. We're going Vince Lombardi's <laughs> Fordham Rams. Come on. Look, FCS ranks for been a FCS solid, playoff team. solid yeah. program yeah. for years on end. Now I got to roll with the Rams here. And Colby, you mentioned they lost their starting quarterback, their offense coordinator. They lost their backup quarterback too. Cause he followed the OC to ODU. So basically they're on their third string guy from last year facing big Poff. No way, man. Yeah. Lock up, lock up Albany, lay the points. Let's go. Reese Poffenberger <laughs> getting it done. FCS quarterbacks have the best names. They do. They really do. Uh, all right, let's jump on over and talk about the. This was a celebration bowl two years ago. This game's going to be on ABC nationally televised. Jackson State, South Carolina State in Atlanta at the place where Dale Murphy used to hit dingers, Center Park Stadium. Uh, Jackson State's laying nine. Dion gone. Jason Brown, the former Virginia Tech quarterback, comes in. He's going to be starting. Um, TC Taylor takes over for Dion. Meanwhile, Buddy Pugh, who's been at South Carolina, played at South Carolina State in the seventies, has been coaching there for like thirty fucking years. Catching nine, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Give me the nine points and Buddy Pugh. What are you doing here, Patty C? Look, I think the talent hasn't left the cupboard yet. I know that they got whooped by uh, South Carolina State a couple years ago, and look, Travis Hunter is not walking through that door. Yes. Shador Sanders is not walking through that door. Maybe I do have to lean South Carolina State here. Take the points, NC Nick. What are you doing in Nine Atlanta? Nine is too much. Nine's too much. Take the points. I agree. Let's go. All right, moving along. We already talked Hawaii Vanderbilt. That would be the next game up chronologically. But now we go to Los Angeles, the Coliseum. Caleb Williams, Chevin Cordero. USC's laying thirty-one points. Thirty points and a half, depending on the shop around. I see a thirty-one out there too right now. Take the points. I love the over, by the way. This was I, I I said this was a lock on the over two weeks ago at thirty at sixty three and a half. It's at sixty six. Guess what? I don't give a shit. USC is going to score in the fifties. You San Jose State lost a ton of production on the defensive side of the ball. Meanwhile, San Jose State's offense they returned their whole offensive line. Cordero, uh, Robinson at the running back spot. They still have Lockhart, the former Nevada Wolfpack transfer at the wideout spot. Think They're going to be able to score. Pay attention to that. They're going to be able to score. They're going to be able to move like, the ball. Plus this is California football. <laughs> yeah. They give me like they a 50, enjoy offense. Give me like a 56, 28 final score. <laughs> uh, USC wins. Uh, and, and we get the cover and the over cashes. I feel pretty good about the over guys. How about you guys, Nick? I feel pretty good too. You know, my notes say that I do think San Jose, San Jose state's offense being as good as they are, can get in the twenties, especially with USC's defense being as bad as it is. But I think they also might give up 50. So I got USC winning 49 to 21. Uh, so yeah, give me the points and give me the over. There we go. We're talking fantasy. Though. Shout out to Jake Paquin in the chat. Uh, Singer over. See, I don't like. See, because there's USC has so many wideouts because they have Singer. They have Brandon Taj. Rice. Yeah, Brendan Rice. They they just have tons of guys. So I don't know which one to take. Uh, obviously, Singer's really good. So yeah, okay. If you if I was forced to take, I'd say, yeah, he's going to get over 67 and a half yards, but I don't know. I, I feel like any of those guys, Brendan rice in the bowl game had like over 200 yards. I feel like um, final game on the slate guys. By the, the way, I'm on USC oh, I'm sorry, and I'm giving the points. You're you're laying them. I'm laying the points. Wow. Ooh, I mean, I know like six ten or something. San Jose state played pretty good defense last year, but I just think USC is out to prove a point week one. They're excited. And well, I've seen them score on the first play of the game before a lot. 
I think if first three game plays of the game, USC will have a touchdown. Wow. Wow. There it is. Calling it folks. Uh, final game of the evening, Florida international, the airport heads to Ruston, Louisiana to take on the Louisiana tech bulldogs. For some reason, this is 11 point spread. Even though Mike McIntyre flushed the toilet on sunny Cumbie and the bulldogs a year ago, I don't understand it. I'm all over the 11 sprinkle some of that money line plus three twenty on the airport. I also like the under on 58 and a half NC Nick. What are you doing here? Yeah, FIU won in double overtime in that game. Uh, their quarterback Grayson James had the best game of his career, going for three twenty-one and three touchdowns. He's back. Uh, meanwhile, Hank Bachmeyer, I, I gotta see him play well again before I can get behind a Bachmeyer-led team. So I, I'm definitely on the points. You might want to do a sprinkle, a little money line, and um, I'm gonna lean on the under as well. I think this year we see McIntyre start to earn and show us. Why he's two-time national coach of the year again? There we go. Take the points. Uh, you over or under? Patty, see on fifty-eight and a half. Shh, under. Under. There we go, folks. That's our show. What's the one lock you got? All right. I think honestly, Jacksonville State is my favorite play. My second favorite player would be Florida International. Nick, how about you? Favorite play is Flo- uh, Florida International. Second favorite play is Vandy. Hmm. Patty C. Favorite play is New Mexico State wiping the walls with UMass. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be Let's fun go. folks. tomorrow night. DFS show. Remember Saturday morning pregame show before that Notre Dame Navy game. We are just getting started on the college football experience. Subscribe wherever podcasts can be found. All right. Get over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review and remember check out the FCS college football experience as well. Fred, we still got, we still got the Missouri Valley. That's going to be dropping Friday night. Besides that, every other team's been covered on the FCS college football experience. Check out the college basketball experience. Check out the big 12 experience. Check out the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Make sure you check out the sports gambling podcast as well as they break down 32 different NFL teams and every single Friday night, they're going to be on VEASAN. If you don't know what VEASAN is folks, if you got the NFL ticket, like you should have, which is on YouTube TV. Cause that's the only place you can get it. You also, by purchasing that you get access to VEASAN, which means you can watch the sports gambling podcast every single Friday. So get on over there and check out VEASAN V S I N and that great show until next time. This is the college football experience week zero preview and picks. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.